the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love First Christian Center. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Janie said this, love is an action, love is a choice. Love is a feeling. Love is the sweetest part of life. Love is forgiveness. Love is giving. Love is being open to new possibilities. Love's about compromise. Love is, is butterflies in your stomach. Love is knowing you would die to save your loved one. Love is feeling a poem. Love is letting your guard down and opening yourself to being vulnerable. Love is hard to find but easy to give away. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something Today we're delving into a new series. It's still dealing with relationships, but today my focus is on three words. Three words, three words. By the way, TV audience, God bless you. Streaming audience, God bless you. Radio audience, God bless you. Thank you for following along with us. All right, back to what I got to do. With this, the three hardest words are often the hardest words to say. Today we're going to start with I love you. We often struggle with that because there's a responsibility that comes with I love you. I remember when I was dating this tenderoni. Tenderoni was the right. I thought I want to have a roni for the. Right, that's my turn. I wasn't saved. <laughs> Hallelujah. We weren't saved. I was. I mean, not say that. But we were not saved. And uh, I always hesitate to say love you because see, I. I would say love because I was trying to get something else. But I, as, as, I, as, I, as I study and I learn and I grow, I'm, I'm more conscientious when I say I love you because love has a certain responsibility attached to it. I read a few stories about how people define love. One person, a lady named Mary, says love is selfless and unconditional. It means putting someone else's wants, needs, and goals before yours and never letting them lose sight of it. Isaac said this, love is when someone's concerned for and makes a decision pertaining the greatest good of someone else regardless of feelings and situation. Knowing the greatest good can be incredibly difficult. The decision to serve someone else in this way can be painful for both. But it is ultimately done in the interest of the person being loved. Jamie said this, 
Love is an action. Love is a choice. Love is a feeling. Love is the sweetest part of life. Love is forgiveness. Love is giving. Love is being open to new possibilities. Love's about compromise. Love is, is butterflies in your stomach. Love is knowing you would die to save your loved one. Love is feeling of home. Love is letting your guard down and opening yourself to being vulnerable. Love is hard to find but easy to give away. Love's a struggle, but it's also the, the life's biggest pick-me-up. Love is sometimes unconditional, sometimes fleeting. Love is blind. Love is the best form of happiness. When you love someone, you give them your time, attention, good days, bad days. Love is as much about giving as it's about receiving. Love is not all things shiny and gold. Love is eternal. How you love is who you are. That's the world's perspective, and a lot of it's good. But let's see what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 says this. Love endures with patience. Serenity, love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. I, I, I got to share something with you that uh, I, I don't really want to share, but I'm going to share anyway. Last Sunday after church, after three services, and I had a wedding, and I married the authors, and it was a beautiful wedding, and I'm sitting in they're going through the process. I got home kind of late. And now you're supposed to feel bad for him. Okay, continue. Do, do you feel the hate? <laughs> hey, brothers, was that, was that, was that hate? Yeah. Was, was that a shot? Yeah, I, I felt jabbed right there. She always says she don't be jabbing me, but she just... <laughs> <laughs> so with, with, with all those things, I got home, I took a shower, and... Um, the day before, I, we have about eight remotes at our house. Eight. Eight Verizon remotes. There's only three boxes. Eight remotes. I purposely bought extra remotes. So the day before, I bought a gazillion AA batteries. And I went around, I put batteries in each one. And I strategically placed them away from my room. And then I had my remote that's specifically designed for my TV. And it does all the things for my room. So after I took my shower, I got my feet in the bed. And I said, glory to God, hallelujah. And I grabbed my remote. And Josiah came and said, I need a remote. I said, no, devil. No, no, no. We ain't taking the remote today. I purposely organized and put all the remotes out there. Don't come in here and take my remote. So I'm trying to check him about the remote theft. Then I heard Sheba <laughs> say, give him the remote. I said, whoa, you don't know the story. I, I don't put some labor and putting remotes in specific places. Just let me have my remote. Now I understand I was impatient. I didn't listen. But I was going through something. I lost my patience over the Verizon remotes. Do I have any witnesses here that when you think about some? See, wait. When you think about the argument after the point, you're like, was it that? 
So <laughs> the next morning, because you know when you have heated fellowship, we don't argue. We have heated fellowship. You got to graduate. There's no arguing in our house. There's heated. So when we finish the heated fellowship, I try to go to sleep, but you know, you know when the Holy Spirit on you, and you try to sleep, try to pretend like you're tired, but you really can't sleep because see, you know what? When there's disagreement, there's no peace, and when there's no peace, there's no sleep. So I got up in the morning. Nah, nah, she was on the sofa. I was not on the sofa because I was mad with him. I fell asleep because Jemiah stays out there and watches TV, so we like to stay out with her. So I figured since he was. When's the last time he did it? When was the last time I did it? When's the last time he slept out there? It's it's been a minute. Normally you wake me up. Normally you come and get me. See, so that's a new, that's a new phenomenon. That means it's been a long time. So I have to assume. No. Did you think that? All of a sudden you're on the sofa. Did you think that? You, did I think that? I saw it. I ain't got to think it. <laughs> ain't nothing to think about. Did you, did you think I was mad with you? And that's the reason why I was on the sofa? If you ain't in the bed. Well, if I thought that about you, then I would think you'd be mad with me all the time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thank you. I feel a rebellious spirit. Rebuke that rebellious spirit. <laughs> Always oh, some co-signer in church. <laughs> so with no, that, I was, just, I was just staying out with Jemiah, and I actually fell asleep on the sofa with her. And then Josiah came out with me. He actually left you to come out on the sofa with me. Because that's my baby. <laughs> so we just having a sleepover in the family room. But normally he'll come get me if I, if I try to stay up with Jemiah and I fall asleep. Normally you'd be like, baby. I'm usually know, the guy that walks at night. Let's go to bed. So I walk back and forth to my daughter's room and her and, and our room, yeah. and I lay down with her because she's like, "Come lay with me." Part of her condition is it's hard for her to sleep. So, so. I'm, I'm the designated comforter, comforter in chief. Yes. <laughs> so I woke her up that morning. It was about 6:15. I sent her to the prayer line. I can't pray jack. So I'm a, I'm a sorry. I lost my temper. I didn't do my rules. I didn't pause, ponder, pray, proceed. I didn't do it. I said, and I realized often I lose my patience when I'm tired. Am I the only one to lose patience when you're tired? You ain't got no patience. So, so I said, so, so this, this is what happened. <laughs> it was funny because I had kind of went off on him because I was, I was upset because he lost his patience. And when he loses his, then I was just like, okay, we going there. I'm going to feel real good about this when I leave the room. I did my little neck roll and walked away after I said what I needed to say. So. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things God is growing. My latest book, The Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait to share more about my journey on the power of prayer, love, life, finance, family, and everything in between. So guess what? We're going on a book tour. That's right, a book tour. And I'm happy to announce that the kickoff is happening right here in my hometown of Tampa Bay. Join me for an afternoon of real, raw, and relevant conversation. Visit JomoCousins.com. 
to purchase your tickets today. I'm starting the conversation and inviting all of you to a jam-packed afternoon that will go from prayer to purpose. Tampa Tour Day, February 1st at Cooper's Hawk Restaurant, 4110 West Boy Scout Boulevard, Tampa, Florida. Reserve your space today at JomoCousins.com. God bless you. Can't wait to see your face in the place. Visit JomoCousins.com to purchase tickets. Again, JomoCousins.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. exercising (laughs) but one thing that I can honestly say about him is whenever we do have our heated fellowship if he has to do anything where it pertains to um, ministering we always make it right before that happens whether it's before he comes out here on the stage before he goes on a prayer line so we can't be we can't be mad with each other for too long because we always doing something I, I, I've seen too much church of people faking. They come out front like everything's good in their relationship, but you know behind the scenes is foolishness. Right. And I said, I never want to be full. I, don't, I never want to front. I want to be 100%. And by being 100%, people can say, okay, uh, you have to have M&M, a model and a mentor. You got to have a vision because without a vision, the people perish. So I try to model my prayer life. I try to model my marriage. Because, see, I had a model to follow. We fall because, see, we think we can do it on our own. There's people in front of you who, who has a template. I say it all the time, success leaves clues. If you see it working for somebody else, why don't you try it? You got nothing to lose. Praise the Lord. Right. So what happens, what I do is I look at the Word. And when we have heated fellowship, I put my name in where love is. And I read that to myself. Jomo endures with patience and serenity. Jomo is kind and thoughtful. Jomo is not jealous and envious. Jomo, (laughs) I can't even, Jomo does not brag. Jomo is not proud or arrogant. Jomo is not rude. Jomo is not. Oh, I was just amening what you were saying. That's the word, that's the word. (laughs) Jomo is not rude. Jomo is not self-seeking. Jomo is not. 
is never provoked. You see, I'm when not you picking on you because I can't, I can't say all this sincerely. I mean, because I, I fall, we all fall. It's all good. You teaching? That's what we should all do. We should put our names. Jomo is not not provoked. That's right. Never. Nor overly sensitive. No, put your name in there. You judging me right now? Put your name in there. <laughs> you put your name in there. See if it work out for you. Sensitive about TV remotes and easily angered. It doesn't say nothing about no TV remote now. I'm sorry. I didn't have my glasses. Man, the devil is a liar. I didn't have my glasses. I'm sorry, you ain't, Yeah, now you ain't got your glasses. Now you can't see. I can't see good. Oh, that's really good. Oh, okay. It's right here. It Jomo does not take into account the wrong. Mm. Boy, y'all. You know, and this, this part, not taking into account, it's really hard, especially when you're not just dealing with your relationship with your spouse, but any relationship, a friend, fam, especially family, because they knew you way back when you used to do everything. What's so, everything? Whatever everything is for you. <laughs> so it's really hard to minister to family members because they want to throw your past in your face when you're trying to do the right thing. So, you know, we have to make sure that we don't do that to others. Yeah. Patience means the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. The capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Wow. Dang it. Raise your hand if you've been rude before. If they ain't raised their hand, look at the name and start to stop lying. <laughs> now, now, look, it says this. It does not take into account a something wrong. Now, I got another question for you. Who has an account in your mind of people who wronged you? I got a question. When did you open the account? You was a baby. Long time ago? Okay. Next question. Are you making more deposits or withdrawals? Mm. That's good stuff. Question. When are you going to close out that account? Because some of you the reason your relationship can't grow is you have an account of offenses that every time you want to move forward, you always have insufficient. And what you have to do, you have to close out the offense account and open a grace account. Mm, that's good. <laughs> because the Bible says, his grace and mercy are fresh and new every day. Listen, as long as we got flesh and blood, we're going to say some things we should not say. We're going to do something we should not do. So you need to have an account of grace. Right. I know you had a long day. I know you just said something that could offend me. But I've closed out 
that account. And I've opened an account of grace. So you know what? I'm just going to make a withdrawal of grace. Because it sure sounds like you cussed me. <laughs> and if you talk to me like that, I feel some kind of weight. So, I, I got on the armor of God today, so I'm going to go to my grace account and make a withdrawal. Now, I'm going to clear out the account. And if you come back with one more, I ain't got no grace. We got to wait till tomorrow. Because the Bible says his grace and mercy are fresh and new. So every now and then you get a heated fellowship. You got to say, hey, girl, I appreciate you. But the account, <laughs> we'll talk about this. That's going to be the new, that's going to be the new code word. <laughs> the account is closed. No. Listen, if you don't learn how to manage this, you are allowed to ruin your life. Mm-hmm. I have no more account for offense. I said it last year. I still work on it. I'm unoffensible. Dead man walking. The only thing that can get you offended is your flesh. Paul says, I crucify my flesh daily. Why? Because, see, that's where you get all sensitive and emotional. You want to cut and scrab and and throw stuff at walls and stuff. (laughs) Boy, there's some negative. throwing daggers today. I mean, you received it. It was them. These, these heathens are talking about that. I didn't say that. <laughs> they responded to it. And you got your back turned to me, so you must feel real good. <laughs> Saying. <laughs> All I want is be glorified. And you right on the edge of the stage, too? What you going to push me off? What you think Eric going to catch you? I remember in our relationship, um, well, Jumbo used to say all the time in church, you know, oh, we had a we had a rough two years. The two years were so rough. And I was thinking, you know, is he just giving an example? Because I don't remember our relationship. I was I was in love. We had a great first two years. We were honeymooning. And one <laughs> one afternoon after church, I was like, babe, you know, what was so bad about our first two years? Because I don't I don't remember anything being bad. And he started naming stuff off. And the count. Like, he was like, I said, babe, you're right. That was bad. But it is a blessing in having a short-term memory. It really is. Because you can't hold things against people. Because it's no, you don't leave brain space in your mind to think about negative stuff all the time. If you, are, if you can forgive and totally forget, it is truly a blessing. It is. Because then you can have a clean slate and move <laughs> on without having all that extra stuff. You are hilarious. You are funny. I really didn't remember. Like I, I know that's what I'm saying, but you would say you have I bad short-term all. memory, then you're talking about, remember this? I said, you don't remember. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess the really, really bad stuff, like the stuff that I would think in my mind, man. I, I you just say you don't remember, with, but then you would tell me about stuff. I, I said, you know, that's, not, that's not how it happened. Like, I guess it's selective memory. That's like selective hearing, huh? 
You hear what you want to hear, huh? Hey, look. Yeah, you're real good at that. You have a good shield. <laughs> no weapon. This is not a good example. I just want to let y'all know that we're playing. I just want to let you know that we are really not arguing. Because if we was arguing, y'all would know for real. <laughs> Verse 7, man. Let's just keep moving. Verse 7. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each other, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, enduring all things without weakening. Love, so how do you fall out of love if it don't fail? No, you, if love never fails, then I got a question, were you ever in love? Right. Because if love doesn't fail, why is it failing? I got the answer. It fails because you don't have the creator of love in it. If God is love and you don't have God in the middle. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.